Good morning, ladies. This is Anna Grace Wood, and this is Feminine Fidelity, where we are striving to recover biblical womanhood. Please check out my blog, Feminist Soligradia, which is also devoted to recovering biblical womanhood. On there, you will find many resources to help you to understand everything from feminism to head coverings to women's suffrage, modesty, and so on. I have resources on there for the homemaker, for your children, and um, so much on there for you to help yourself to, to, to study and learn about these subjects. So today uh, we're going to jump in and discuss, um, does my wedding gown bring glory to God? Uh, 1 Corinthians 10 31 says, so whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Um, I'm going to read your quote now from John MacArthur. How does a woman discern the sometimes fine line between the proper dress and dressing to be the center of attention? A woman should examine her motives and goals for the way she dresses. Is her intent to show the grace and beauty of womanhood? Is it to reveal a humble heart devoted to worshiping God? Or is it to call attention to herself and flaunt her beauty? Or worse, to attempt to allure men sexually? A woman who focuses on worshiping God will consider carefully how she is dressed because her heart will dictate her wardrobe and appearance. Um, you know, in, in America, the tradition is for us to wear white on our wedding day because this is a reflection of our purity. Now, a lot of brides these days are not pure, but the tradition overall still continues. Uh, there's a move away from this in some circles, but... I suppose that most wedding gowns are still white from what I'm seeing. Um, however, a lot of these white wedding gowns, while supposedly shouting, hey, this bride is pure, are anything but modest. A few years ago, I read an article um, where pastors were discussing in it, uh, it was a conversation that had been recorded back and forth between pastors discussing the immodesty of the brides whose weddings they conducted. Um, one of them had this to say. He said, in recent years, I have become increasingly grieved by the immodest dresses of both brides and bridesmaids at the weddings that I officiate. I have observed a number of young ladies in our fellowship who have dressed modestly all their lives, appearing on their wedding day in extremely provocative dresses, exposing more of themselves than on any other day of their lives. Ladies, this is heartbreaking. And the sad thing is, is, is he's absolutely right. Um... Your wedding gown is supposed to cover. Now, I know the world doesn't see it this way, but here's the thing, ladies. We are not dressing for the world. We are to dress for the glory of God. And whatever we do, we are to do it all for the glory of God. And this includes dressing on your wedding day. You are putting a dress on that testifies to your purity. You are walking down the aisle to the man to whom you're going to give yourself physically. And when we do this in a way that draws attention to ourselves sexually, 
we are sinning. And yet, this is a very common practice, even among serious Christians. So many of them get married, and they wear gowns that reveal their cleavage, or that are plunging, uh, that are strapless, that plunge down the back, that are skin tight and show more than they ought to show. I've seen some wedding gowns that were sheer. Um, you know, it matters how a woman robes herself on her wedding day because God's glory matters. It matters because God's glory matters. God's glory is supposed to be what we strive for in every single decision that we make. In everything that we do, all that we think about, how we dress, what we eat is for His glory. Whatever we do, and this includes how we dress ourselves on our wedding day. In our previous episode, we discussed God's standard of modesty, how in Scripture, across the board, His standard of modesty is from covered from the neck down to below the knees and sometimes to the floor. This was not something that um, he sometimes did and sometimes didn't do. It was across the board. Old Testament, New Testament, everything. His standard does not change, ladies, because God doesn't change. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And his standard doesn't change. And his word will be what we will be judged by at the end of this life, at the end of this age. When God, when Christ returns, his word will judge us. We dishonor God when we draw attention sexually to ourselves on our wedding day. And we're wearing a gown that is supposed to testify to our purity, and you were inviting men to get to clear to to look at us, to to um, to think undo thoughts. And we might not even be thinking of this. We may think, but it was the prettiest gown I saw. That's not the point, <laughs> ladies. The point is: Does it bring glory to God? Does it fit with His standard of modesty? If it doesn't fit with His standard of modesty, it doesn't matter how much you like it. Yes, you should love your wedding gown. You should like it a lot. You should adore it. You should think this is the most beautiful wedding gown in the world, or at least the most beautiful that I could afford. And you should feel beautiful in it. You should feel special in it. And you should want to be fancied up for your groom to some degree. But you should also be pure in it. No Christian ever has the right to just please herself. Not even on her wedding day. Your purpose in everything is to point to Christ. When people look at you, as the daughter of God, they ought to see, instead of you, they ought to see Christ. 
because by your actions, your words, your beliefs, what you stand for, it should point to him. Everything should point to him. Your clothing should point to him because I wear this because it is based on God's standard of clothing. I want to honor him, so I seek out his will. This is what we're supposed to do. So when a, whatever a Christian puts on her body, on her wedding day, or if you are a bridesmaid, what you wear, or even what you wear any other day of the year, it is a reflection of Christ. It's not, you don't have the option to just buy a style you think is pretty. It is about the glory of your Lord. And if that's not our first thought, when we choose how we will dress ourselves, excuse me, when we walk down the aisle, it certainly ought to be. And if it's not, some repentance is in order. If we care more about what I want, what we want, even if it is our wedding day, than we do about what brings God glory, we are sinning. Marriage was designed by the Lord. And it is a picture of Jesus and the church. Jesus the groom and the bride is the church. And a wedding isn't a time for frivolity. It isn't a time to focus in on our own desires only. It's also a time of worship because one man and one woman are being united together forever by God, before God, and for His glory. So a marriage is an ordained union of these two people by God for life. It is a serious, holy ceremony. It is a worship service. It's not a show. You bring worship. And it's not the same as going to church, but you still are worshiping God through this service. You in Reformed traditions, you usually have a, a bit of a sermon. You definitely have, um, usually about marriage or duties in marriage. Um, you usually have, um, perhaps have hymns sung, you have prayers said, you have the scripture read. You are worshiping God. Don't stand there have trust, worshiping God in something that is defying him. Um, so everything about the, this wedding, this worship service should be focused in on, on pleasing the Lord and bringing him glory and not our own desires. Now, your wedding gown can be something you love. It might be something that is more casual and you want an outdoor wedding and you want something that reflects that, that's great. There's no problem there. It might be something as fancy as you could afford and with uh, sequins and pearls on it. That, and that's wonderful. If that pleases you, that's, that's wonderful. That's fantastic. You might have it made in a style that you can rewear and so that your dress is not something you just wear this one time, but you wear again and again. And that's fine, too. That's wonderful. Women not that long ago often got married in a little uh, suit or a little dress. 
And that's great. It doesn't matter, really, as long as your dress or your suit, your little skirt and jacket are pleasing to the Lord, as long as they bring Him glory, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. What is wrong is when what you put on your body does not reflect God's standards. So what we've got to ask ourselves is this. Does my wedding gown reflect Christ? What does my wedding gown say about me, about my heart, about my character, about my standing as a Christian, about my obedience to God? What does it say about your Savior? If you're standing before God as a serious Christian, someone who is definitely saved, and you're partaking in this worship service, you're praying and you're reading hymns, or hearing them read, you're not reading them, hearing them read, and the song is being sung, and you're uniting with your beloved before God, are you pointing this to Christ? Are you, is it all about you? Okay, because you can't go in there dressed in a way that dishonors God. Partake of this service and have it reflect Christ. It's not, um, you can't, you can't uh, do that. You can't break it down that way and say, well, this part of it, we will do the singing and we will do the hymn. We will do the hymns, we'll do the prayer and we'll do the reading of scripture and we'll do the sermon but I'll wear what I want I'll wear you know this little gown that squishes down my breast and so you can see my cleavage and nothing on my shoulders and plunging in the back a little bit but I'm pleasing God because I'm doing all this other stuff your wedding is a solemn time and you've got to think about what's, what it says to your, about your devotion to Christ. How can you unite with this man that you love and that you are going to obey and submit to and build a home to bring glory to God and raise up children for God's glory, but you're not even willing to come before the Lord on this day dressed in a way that honors Him and meets His standards? And as we already mentioned, the same goes for the bridesmaid's dresses. It doesn't do you any good to choose a very modest dress, but you tell your bridesmaids to wear um, these dresses that plunge or reveal in some way. You're dishonoring Christ still. Their, wedding, their uh, bridesmaid's dresses ought to still reflect purity and holiness. Because even though they are not the bride, your bridesmaids are not the bride, they are still part of the holy ceremony that is joining one man and one woman before the Lord for life. And if you're asking them to wear something that is dishonoring to Christ, you're not only sinning, you're causing them to sin if they give in to you. So... Whether you make your wedding gown or you have someone make it or you go buy it at a second-hand store or order it off of Etsy or 
eBay or whether you go down to a bridal shop and buy it there or you wear your mother's wedding gown, whatever you do. Or even if you don't wear a traditional wedding gown and you just choose to wear a dress or a skirt and blouse, um, ask yourselves the, these questions. Can you see your bra under it? Uh, do, is the outline of your bra visible? Um, does your wedding gown cling and reveal your figure? Does the neck gown uh, plunge and does it show any cleavage at all from any angle? Does it reveal too much of your back? You know, does it plunge down in the back in an immodest fashion? Um, if it's sheer in the back, uh, is it revealing things that ought not to be revealed? Um, showing your flesh under the fabric. I mean, I understand, you know, the use of sheer fabric is, is a common thing, but it ought not to extend to the gown itself. It's one thing on part of your sleeves or at the neckline, um, as long as it's not revealing anything. But when it's starting to reveal your body, it becomes a problem spiritually. Is your wedding gown strapless? Or does it have spaghetti straps? If it does, put something over it. They make little capes. They make little uh, cape-like things that go over the wedding gowns. At least you're covered then. Is it off your shoulder? You know, the, the thing is, is your husband's not going to be the only other man, uh, the only man there looking at you. You don't want to put undue thoughts in these other men. And I know this sounds extreme. I get that. Our modern society has taught us we can do whatever we want and we're still pleasing to God. But it was Satan who said, did God really say? And he's still asking that today. This is why women have so many problems with modesty is we're listening to Satan. You can go to a lady and go, look, here's God's standard of modesty. And you can point it to her, out to her throughout scripture. This is what he said here, 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 here. And a lot of these women are still going to go, yeah, but that was for then. Rather than saying, oh, well, I need to adhere to this. I need to obey this. So I need to go clean out my closet. Instead, it's, but that was yesterday, or, but God doesn't care, or styles change, or times change. It's just another way of saying, did God really say? And you're listening to Satan say, did God really say? And you're going, nah, he really didn't. And even if he did, it doesn't matter because that's so old-fashioned, or that's so for yesterday, or that's, oh, that's the Old Testament. That's not for the New Testament. That's not for Christians. Ladies, yeah, it is. If God said it, because his standard, his moral standard is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Until Christ returns, his moral standard is the same. And in the new world, it will be the same because God doesn't change. Nothing changes in this. Christ fulfilled the ceremonial law. 
Christ was our perfect sacrifice. But Christ did not change the moral law. He fulfilled it. He lived a perfectly righteous life before Christ, before the Lord, before his Father. So he fulfilled the law for us. But we are still expected to obey God's moral standards because God says, Be holy as I am holy. So please consider these things because in everything, ladies, we are to bring glory to the Lord. We're to honor our Father in everything, our wedding gown included. So just remember this, ladies. In all things, the glory of the Lord is to be our primary goal, even on our wedding day. And let us strive to remember that always. Until next time, keep that in mind and uh, think about these things and do all that you do for the glory of God. All right. Bye-bye, y'all.